HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Tending to You. Tending to You provides mobile bartenders and waitstaff for private events in the greater Houston area. Learn more at tendingtoyou.com. That's tending, the number two, and the letter U, dot com. Welcome to The Big Food Question, a podcast exploring the most urgent questions from a food industry in crisis. I'm Kat Johnson, HRN's Communications Director. Today we're asking, what should I know about the CARES Act? Well, the big news at the end of last week was that Congress canceled its traditional August recess as they prepare to negotiate the second round of coronavirus relief. But that doesn't mean we should expect to see them reach any decisions quickly. That's because this isn't just about the Democrats and Republicans trying to negotiate across the aisle. There's a division within the Republican Party over what they do and don't want to include in the next round of relief. And then you have the White House pushing for quick relief while negotiations inevitably drag on. To understand where things currently stand and what we should all be watching for, I turn to Claire Brown, senior staff writer at The Counter. What we've really been looking for from the Republicans is where they will come down on unemployment, where they will come down on direct payments to individuals, where they will come down on direct payments to farmers, and where they will fall in staff. So a lot of folks, I think, out in the world have been waiting on tinterhooks because those $600 weekly unemployment benefits end on July 31st. And for a lot of folks, they've already gotten their last payment. So I think many, many people are anxiously following these negotiations. What were your first impressions when you finally saw what the Republicans uh, released this week? They did not include any increased funding for SNAP, which I don't think anyone expected them to include. Um, They did come up with an extension of expanded unemployment, which is a little bit interesting. They're calling for um, 200 in weekly benefits instead of $600 as a flat rate. And then they want to eventually bring that down to 70% of a person's former salary. So if you made $15 an hour, you would be compensated somewhere around $12 an hour. So the Democrats have said that that's unacceptable for them. So this is kind of the starting point where the negotiations really begin. We can and should expect the White House to continue to be the wild card as negotiations continue. President Trump, speaking in an interview today, said something like, I don't care, just give people the money. 
which um, he was referring to the $1,200 checks that went to everyone making less than $75,000. The White House also proposed a narrow extension of the $600 unemployment benefits while Congress negotiates. The Democrats are not wanting to do that because it kind of takes the wind out of the sails of the the additional leverage that they have in trying to get these unemployment benefits passed. So the Democrats are actually quite loath to extend these benefits temporarily because they want to extend them permanently. Another big part of the second round of funding will be farm aid. So far, there's about $16 billion available for farmers. And now both parties are proposing about $20 billion more. That's a lot of money. For context, uh, farm subsidies in an average year are about $10 billion. So it's really kind of an unprecedented level of farm aid. Now, what's starting to become clear is that that money impacts different farmers very, very differently. The program is designed to compensate people based on the amount of acreage they have and the amount of inventory they have and the amount of price loss they have. So it's designed to give higher payments to people with more land and more product. This puts small-scale farmers who can demand higher prices for higher quality at a distinct disadvantage. So a lot of folks who sell at farmer's markets and in CSAs are getting left out of the program entirely. Um, I got a list of all of the payments made to farmers, and we're seeing a couple of really big swine operations pulling in you know, $2.5 million. And then we're seeing hundreds of farmers who are getting less than $10 from the program. So there really is a big equity problem with the coronavirus food assistance program that we're seeing right now. So what I'm starting to hear is calls for a heavier hand in Congress. People would like to see that the next round of PRS funding that written into the legislation is a mandate that USDA makes sure it is paying minority farmers in direct payments at a certain level or potentially reserves funds for beginning farmers or funds outreach for um, the USDA to go find farmers who may not speak English or who may not have gotten subsidies before to make sure that they are part of these direct payment programs. There are lots of other issues to keep your eye on with this second round of CARES funding. There will likely be a second round of PPP. This time, it may only be available for businesses with fewer than 300 employees, down from 500. There's also a proposal to allocate $25 billion of PPP to businesses with under 10 employees. But even with these new rules, it may be just as hard to avoid misappropriation of these PPP funds. After covering unemployment, individual payments, SNAP, Farm Aid, and PPP, I asked Claire if there were any other food-related CARES Act details we should all be aware of. Oh, actually, there is. (laughs) In the Republican version of the CARES Act, there's a weird provision that doubles the uh, tax deduction for business meals from 50% to 100%. So um, there could be a tax write-off for meals eaten in the course of business, three martini lunches, as the Washington Post wrote this morning, that slips into the bill. And and I'm um, just kind of generally curious to see what other kind of odd provisions sneak their way into the final legislation. And, you know, we won't know about that until the, the final text is released. So when will this final text be released? 
<laughs> so that's a million dollar question. I have no idea how long these um, negotiations will go on. I, I, I think we can assume that the, the pressure to reach a deal will be ratcheted up quite a lot um, when those unemployment checks uh, stop rolling in. There's also a agriculture appropriations bill working its way through Congress right now. And I know Democrats have attempted to actually block some of the Trump administration's um, SNAP rules that lots of people think will shrink the program that he introduced over the last couple of years before the pandemic. So that's kind of a tiny thing that we're watching that has almost nothing to do with COVID, but that is churning along in the background as um, COVID takes the headlines, rightfully so, every day. Thanks so much to Claire Brown for helping us understand the next round of coronavirus relief funding. And thanks to you for listening to this episode. This episode is brought to you by Tending to You. Tending to You provides mobile bartenders and waitstaff for private events in the greater Houston area. Their dedicated and capable team specializes in traditional sit-down gatherings, past appetizer service, buffet-style meals, and bartending refreshing customized cocktails and beverages. They provide all their own tools needed for a pop-up bar, including drinkware, garnishes, napkins, and more to be set up for success. They also come equipped with trays, gloves, and cleaning products, which allows Tending to You to provide a superior level of service. Learn more at tendingtoyou.com. That's tending, the number two, and the letter u.com. Don't forget to subscribe to The Big Food Question wherever you get your podcasts. Check back often as we address critical questions for eaters, operators, and workers across food topics and business sectors. If you have a question you'd like the show to answer, you can email us at question at heritageradionetwork.org. The Big Food Question is produced by Katie Mosman-Wadler, Hannah Forden, Dylan Hoyer, Matt Patterson, Luke Griffin, Jenny Dorsey, and me, Kat Johnson. Our audio engineer for this episode is Jeet Paul. Our theme song was composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. The Big Food Question is powered by Simplecast. The content of this series is provided for general information only and should not be considered professional advice. You should obtain professional or specialist advice before taking or refraining from any action on the basis of this content. This project is funded in part by a Humanities New York CARES grant with support from the National Endowment for the Humanities and the Federal CARES Act. This program is also supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. The Big Food Question is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. You can learn more at heritageradionetwork.org and follow us at heritage underscore radio.